In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. And welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and perhaps the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, all the way from East Bridgewater, is my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Carrigan. Well, good evening. You sound hey. so quiet. Excuse Are you me? trying to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> Am I trying to be quiet? No, I have to talk on the radio to interview people. What's up with that? Well, you're just whispery. You're like a little ghost. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> have you recovered from all your events? You've been busy, busy, busy. Bunch more to go. Saturday yes, night. Saturday night, you and I are at the Haunted Victorian Ooh. together. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. So yep. excited. <laughs> and then... Um, Halloween, I'm with my old partner. You remember her, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Maureen Wood will be at the uh, Haunted Wyndham Restaurant doing a special edition of Dining with the Dead. So that's going to be kind of cool, too. That'll be awesome, yeah. yeah. Perfect and, night for it, huh? Uh-huh. And today I was on my old uh, radio <clears throat> station, the one I started it all up back years ago. I saw uh, that you put that on Facebook. Yes, that's cool. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk. Actually, I'm going to talk about it a little bit at the end of the hour. But we have a guest on now, and I know she's going to be here for a little while, anyways. And her name is Echo. So, Echo, you there? I'm here, you guys. Hello. Hi, Echo. <laughs> I'm laughing at dining with the dead. You're it's laughing not- at dining with the dead. I'm laughing at dining with the dead. I've never heard that before. It's nothing to laugh about. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. Okay, Watch I'll out. Straight, I'll get a straight face. Okay, there. Okay, I'm serious now. <laughs> You've never heard, heard of... Dining with the dead. Did they, like, show up and sit at the tables and clank <laughs> things or what? Of course they do. This is, this is actually... Uh... We do this as a monthly event at the uh, Wyndham Restaurant in Wyndham, New Hampshire, and it's called Dining with the Dead. And basically, it's a dinner, and the place is haunted, of course. And uh, we bring in a paranormal uh, presenter of some sort, and we do different things. Like uh, this month, we're definitely going to do a seance at the end of the night, so that's going to be kind of cool. That's very cool. Very cool. What kind of ghost? they have there? There's actually uh, um, at least four. There's uh, a little boy that uh, his name is William. There's a little girl. 
also a angry ghost uh, by the name of Jacob. Uh, in a blue, he wears a blue suit, and also uh, there's a fem, uh, female, but uh, she's probably the least active of the four. Okay. Okay. Mm. And have you so, seen? Yeah. Have you guys seen these people? I've spoken to them. I've been tossed across the room by them, so I, I'm kind of intimate with them. Well. <laughs> okay. Now I want to know more about that. <laughs> <laughs> No, we want to know about you, young lady. <laughs> no, I want to know about you. <laughs> really, the ghost really tossed you across the room? Really? Uh, through a trans medium. Oh. I, 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 my partner is a trans medium, not Anne, but Aunt Maureen Wood, who I work uh, investigating with, is a trans medium. And, uh, yeah, she's she's tossed me uh, before. She's dislocated my finger before. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Not that I wouldn't like to toss Ron across the room yeah. at times. Really? I mean, in, in reality, what woman wouldn't? You know, that's their fantasy as far as I can tell. <laughs> Knock you around a little bit, huh? Yeah, I think that's it. That's funny. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you explained that to me because I met a guy once. We did a ghost-busting job one time. Well, we went to a house of a uh, a man. Well, his landlady called us in and she said you know there's a bad ghost here because she keeps throwing him up against the wall and mm-hmm. so we thought wow okay well uh all right well you know where is the young chap and he came in this guy had to be six three, two forty, 240 and i looked at this guy i said okay all right wait a minute now the ghost throws you up against the wall and he said yeah <laughs> and the, the lady, the landlord, she said, yeah, I've seen her do it. And she said she also slaps him in the face. Wow. There you go. Yeah, when he brings home women. They're so <laughs> <really> jealous. <laughs> the, interesting, the interesting thing about that is uh, I've actually seen it before myself. Uh, we do paranormal conferences, uh, one called Contact. And uh, we had a gentleman there. He was a, a ex-ranger uh, uh, from Vietnam. He was a big guy, six-something, and, and rather heavy. And uh, he uh, was really kind of in his mind saying, you know, I'd really like to experience something well. He did that that night. Uh, that, he said that at dinner, and that night he was actually pushed up against the wall and lifted right off the ground. Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. <laughs> but anyways, wow. Echo, we're here to talk about you, not us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and so it, the best, I mean, why don't you introduce yourself to us? I think that's, I always like to do that. I mean, most people like to say, you know, and here is our author and radio host and whatever they do to you. But I, I think we're, we know ourselves more than anyone and we can, I think, uh, convey what we really want to our listeners, uh, ourselves. So anyways, I know you've read a cool, you've written a cool book called uh, true ghost stories, which I do want to talk about. So, mm-hmm. give out your website and all that nice, cool information, please. Okay, the website is www.echobodine.com, and it's E C H O, and the last name is Bodine, B O D I N E. And um, there's lots of fun stuff on the website. I highly recommend that people check it out. Also, 
um, since this is a ghost-busting crowd, I definitely recommend that they go to the store in the, in, on the website, click on the store, and then up at the top it says, there's a one sentence that says, uh, I think it says the photos from the book, Look for the Good and You'll Find God. And have, I want people to click on that and look at the photos um, because there's one chapter in uh, my book, Look for the Good and You'll Find God, where I talk about these pictures that a policeman took at the scene of a fatal accident. And the pictures, I have never seen anything like it before. And people have sent me ghost pictures for many, many years. Mm. But this one... I'm actually looking at it. Can we put put that link on our uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation uh, Facebook page, please? The link is actually on there for echobodine.com. Do we we have a direct link for this that we can... Um, Let me see if I can paste it up. I I know Uh, you can because you like the best. So. Yeah, yeah, you know it. You know it. <laughs> I love it. You know um, it. Okay, so, let me see. So, Anne, um, what do you think? I mean, isn't that a cool picture? Can you see the boy above I, the car? I yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, what I'm so looking, are, you, are you telling me I have to go to this page now? Well, yeah, you have to go there. Yeah, you know, might not be a bad idea. It's I see. Um, it's chapter fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And there's, no. like, all kinds of, well, the, yeah, they're kind of graphic. Um, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like, Maybe I won't. Yeah, and there's, like, there's like a, a, I see, like, a, a face above the car. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you notice, yeah, if you notice the pictures building up to that, there's all kinds of energy. In the yes. Picture. And yep. it was my guide. She told me that um, when I asked her, okay, what is all this stuff? She said that his soul was coming out in fragments. And, um, and okay, so it's like all this energy coming out, coming out, coming out. And then the last one um, is where the energy starts to form the boy's soul. And you can see him yelling no mm-hmm. because, you know, he was 16 years old. He's on his way to a rock concert. Hmm. With three buddies, and all of a sudden now he's dead. And oh my God. so yeah, he's yelling. And what was really cool was that a, a friend of the cop who took them, she asked him if she could bring them to me just to see what this stuff was. And so that's how I was able to see them. I mean, wow. they're amazing pictures. And um, so good. I'm glad. Uh, you know what? I'm glad we brought that up because I always forget to talk about those pictures. They're pretty amazing, and, and I do have the direct link up now on our Facebook page if anybody wants to go and click on it, you know, with Ghost Great. Chronicles dash Next Generation. Wonderful. And, um, like you know, us so even if you don't. That's right. Yeah. Every day. Pretend, you can pretend you like us just to look at these, <laughs> and that's, you know Ron, what I'm saying. Ron, loves us, you just stop that. <laughs> Whatever. But I love it. Okay, uh, let's see. What else can I tell you? Um, oh, my God, those are... Uh, those are really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yep. Well, it's sort of kind of in a strange way. Yeah, and I guess yeah. Too much yeah. You know, you know what's you know what's interesting, Echo, and and uh, I'm looking at this. And this is uh, you know a fatal accident. 
And I have a good friend who works for the uh, state police department, and he is a uh, photographer. This is what he does for a living. Mm. And he told me in all the, the cases he's done this for years and years, he's never got any unusual photographs at all. I always really? thought that I always thought that was an interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. The other thing too is the policeman told me. I mean. It, he was not happy that he took these pictures. He didn't see anything when he was, you know, shooting the the shots. And then right. uh, the guy in the lab uh, said, you know, you better get down here and see this. And wow. um, so he went down and he was like, whoa. Um, mm. But he said, he told me, he said, I've been to thousands of accidents and taken pictures. And I've never had anything in any of them except for these. So, wow. you know, and he wanted to know why these, and I'm like, I don't know. I, gosh, I, I really don't know why he was able to capture that. It was just a 110 Instamatic. It was, uh-huh. back, it was back in 1985. Right. You know, there wasn't, wasn't anything special about it, just right. regular routine photos, and they turned out that way. So it's pretty cool. That That is, yeah. yeah. I can't say I've ever seen anything like that before, no. so... No, I haven't either, ever. Yeah, it, is, it is strange. That's yeah. all I could say. Yeah. Uh, now, did they all die or just that boy? Oh, yeah. nice. Like, <laughs> boy. Just mm-hmm. the boy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know it. Ouch. Uh, you know, but I have the really the hard question, which is probably, uh, I, I know most of our listeners are really worried about, and that is, how'd you get the name Echo? Yeah, that's the toughest question of all. Actually, it's not at all. Uh, My mom grew up with a girl named Echo, and she liked the name, and so she named me Echo. It's that simple. So was she like a flower child or something? I was going to ask that, yeah. Nope, just a nice little Catholic girl. She's like a hippie, nope. She's a good Catholic girl, wow. No, uh-uh. I mean, my my brothers and sisters all have, you know, my sister's name is Nikki. My brother's name is Michael. I mean, you know, they're normal names. And But so, she just said that she knew all of her life that she was going to name her first daughter Echo. Aww. So this, this, is actually, this is actually interesting because now you are you are psychic, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anybody else in your family psychic? Yes, my brother Michael, my mom, and my sister Nikki. Are all uh, wow? All you, you, you killed my whole theory. You know, I was going to say this is all synchronicity. <laughs> this is why you were picked up as Echo. Blah 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 blah. Well, yep. Sorry, I'm going Ron. back to sleep. I, what I liked reading, um, I did get to read. I didn't get to read the whole book, but I got to read a good portion of your book, and I did enjoy it. Great oh, stories. Um, I enjoyed that. It this is really a family thing for you, mm-hmm. and, and that yes. you know. You and your mom yeah. together. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was. think you know. I mean, you know what I love about having a brother as a, a psychic slash Ghostbuster also is that you know when you go in and when we walk through a house and we're looking for the ghost, uh, you know a lot of them are very wow. They're very transparent, and so you know you can look over in the corner and, and I can think, gosh, you know I think that's a woman over in the corner with a red dress on and I'm I'm looking and you know she's kind of filmy she goes in and out and so then it's nice to be able to look at my brother and have him say yes this there's a woman over in the corner with a red dress and 
Yeah. So, you know, we can we can validate each other, which is really helpful. Mm-hmm. That's and, great. And then the other thing that's cool, too, is then when the ghost starts to communicate to us, we both hear them. And so, you know, uh, there's many times I've looked at my brother and said, did they really just say that? And <laughs> they'll be like, yep, that's what they said. And uh, <laughs> but- so that's really nice, too, because, you know, again, it comes in as thoughts. And so you think, okay, did I make that up? Was that? Exactly. Why do, why do so many psychics and mediums need validation? I, I don't understand that. I really, I really don't. Well, Ron, because, okay, we live in a world where everything is um, logical, practical, you can see it with your physical eyes, and then all of a sudden you flip over to the other dimension where it, it's all operating very differently and their energy is very light and they don't talk with a mouth, they send you thoughts and... Right. And yet you've got your own thoughts in there, and so it's very helpful to have validation to know, okay, yeah, I didn't make this up. This isn't last night's episode of CSI. (laughs) Okay, that's what that ghost just said. And um, um, that's why, because we all live in this world, too, where, you know, everything's visible to us. We can touch it. We can taste it. We can smell it. And then all of a sudden we're start. We communicate about a whole other side of, I guess we'll call it life, um, where you can't touch or uh, it would be so nice if ghosts would just, if they all sounded like James Earl Jones, you know, if they were <laughs> really strong voice. I wish I sounded like James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, that's why we need validation because... Well, you, you know, I, I just don't understand. I mean, uh, I don't know. I have a, a tire look outlook is different than everyone's. And, you know, I never was a psychic and I always call myself psychic as a brick. But, but doing it so long, you know, it, it just it happens. So I call myself a dumb psychic now. And, and, and the, the reason I do that is because I, I don't work at it. I don't, I don't try to, like, get messages or anything. Stuff comes through. And when it comes through, I just repeat it, whatever it is it is. And, and Maureen taught me that. She says, no matter how ridiculous it is, just repeat it because that's what you are hearing. That's, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to. So I, I've done that. And, and like I said, I don't really try or anything, but the, the information I get is good. And so I don't need validation. I don't really even care if I have validation, to be honest with you. It, it's it's my what I'm getting. It's as simple as that. It's like if you get two psychics in a room, and, and one might pick up on, on like a, one spirit, and another one might pick up on another spirit. It's not that one or the other is wrong. It, it, it's just it's what they see. So, right. yep. yeah. Yep. Well, maybe Echo has more stuff in her head than you. So maybe. Nobody has more stuff <laughs> you, in my head than you me. Just, Trust me. You know, no one has more right stuff away. in my head. And, and, you know, she's got a little bit more going on in there. Yeah, yeah we'll see about that. So it's confusing with all that stuff in there. Come on. Oh, God. Come on. Well, my, hat is, my hat is off to you, Ron, because most of us, I just bought a class uh, Saturday in Boston, and we were talking about that, the importance of validation, because really? it helps. It helps us to build up confidence in our abilities and helps us to learn how to discern between our own thoughts and then the thoughts that come in. So, uh, 
you know, for most of us, it's important to get that. Plus, you have school that you don't need it. it the interesting thing, you, you do say that because, it, it, for instance, you know, when I first started doing the New England Ghost Project, and I've said this like 16 trillion times, mm-hmm. is I really didn't want to do it, and I really didn't believe in a lot of the stuff that I, that I associated with. Now, I never believed in the mediums, so just I just thought they were all charlatans, didn't believe in dowsing, didn't believe in Reiki, and all this other stuff. But just because I didn't believe in it, I was open enough to at least uh, try it or find out if, if there's any validity to it. Okay, mm-hmm. so that being said, um, I, I can do like, cards, you know, card readings. And when I do them on the radio, I have absolutely no problem whatsoever. But I have to, if I have to go to like one-to-one with someone, it's just like totally, I, I can see where, you know, you, you don't, you need some validation or something. That's just a phone call from the dead, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but it, it, it's interesting because in that instance, yeah, I, I, I don't have the confidence that I do as being a, a dumb psychic. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, Echo, I was um, getting back to your book for a second. Okay. I, I was interested, you know, to read about your whole process of how you realized um, actually somebody told you, I mm-hmm. think. Um, can you tell our listeners about the process that you actually went through before you finally admitted, yep, I'm psychic? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, okay. Let me try to do this quickly. Um, um, okay. One night, um, all right, I should just say uh, I grew up in a pretty normal dysfunctional family like everybody else. Okay. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about psychic things. Um, we were raised uh, Presbyterian. And uh, the psychic stuff just wasn't a part of our life. And um, um, one night, my brother, I was 17, my brother was 14, and he went downstairs to practice on his drum set, which he did every night after dinner. Okay, so around the dinner table, my mom, my dad, my other brother, my sister, and myself, my other brother, he's downstairs clanking away on the drums, and all of a sudden, this really nice drumming music comes from the den, and we all just stopped and <clears throat> looked at our dad. And dad says, geez, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a record I bought him. And so <laughs> we're all listening to this music, and it's like we didn't – there wasn't a peep. I mean, it was, it was so nice. And, um, okay, so then <laughs> all of a sudden my brother comes tearing up the stairs, and he's <laughs> He's as white as a ghost, literally. And he's like, did you hear it? Did you hear it? Did you hear it? And we're like, yeah, what was it? And he said, a white figure floated through the door, across the room, put his hands on top of my brother's hands, and played this really nice drumming music. And he wow. said, I tried to drop my sticks. He said, I had my eyes closed and I could still see him. And he goes, oh, my God, I'm never going to play my drums again. I'm never going to the basement again. And he was so upset. And um, so... My mom, she was in a prayer group at the time, and and one of the women in the group had mentioned to her that she had been to a psychic who lived in St. Paul. And so mom called this lady, and she said, could I have the number of that psychic? We just had a weird thing happen. Okay, my mom calls the psychic. Her name was Mrs. Olson, and (laughs) she said, Mrs. Olson, my name is uh, Mae Bodine, and she says, 
Yes, Mrs. Bodine, I've been expecting your phone call. And she says, your son just met his guardian angel, Dr. Dr. Fitzgerald. And she says, um, in one of Dr. Fitzgerald's lives, he was a drummer, and he's going to teach your son how to play the drums. And he's going to teach your son many other things. And then she says, this happened for a reason. I need to see you and your oldest daughter for a reading. And uh, so my mom, you know, okay, this is October 1965, okay? (laughs) 65, it's like, uh, my mom said to the lady, okay, you know what? Um, I'll get back to you. I got to, oh, yeah, yeah. I have to digest this. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) And so then mom tells us what she said. And that brought no comfort to any of us. It was like, oh, oh, great. You've got a guardian angel that plays the drums. Oh, and his name is Dr. Fitzgerald. And I thought, oh, my God, what if my guardian angel wants to talk to me? And so I was totally freaked out. And um, and yet I was also very curious. And so Mom and I decided to go see the psychic, and we went, I think, about a week later, and that's when she told me, that I was born with all four of the psychic abilities and with the gift of healing. And she told mom that she had psychic abilities and would be a well-known psychic someday, that my brother Michael would be a well-known psychic and write books, that my sister Nikki would not develop her abilities until she was in um, uh, her late 40s, which is exactly what has happened. And wow. uh, So... That's how it all got started, and you know, you guys, the the first time. Okay, my mom. Oh, oh wait. Uh, okay, another part of the story. So about about six weeks later, uh, a lady calls my mom out of the blue and says her name is Bertie Torgerson. She's a spiritualist minister here in Minneapolis, and she says that her spirit guides gave her the names of eight people in the Twin Cities and told her that she was supposed to teach us psychic development. So she gives us her address, and she says, class begins a week from Thursday night in my home. I'll expect to see you there, and hangs up the phone. Oh, my God. It's like right. Harry Potter. Exactly. I mean, Report oh, the my God. Hogwarts. Okay. So, well, I'm going to have to pause you for a minute there. We've got about okay. 30 seconds, 15 seconds, actually. Okay, so. I can pause. You, unless you can finish it with really quickly. Oh, my God. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> a bunch of wimps. <laughs> I read all this. She can't finish it quickly. Yeah. Really? Mm. Nope. Anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick, and our very special guest has been Echo Bodine. I love that name. Bodine. It rolls up your lips, sort of, kind of. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back after the following messages on TojiNet, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to TojiNet, radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and 
spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts, honor this time with festival of the dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poyer and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests who step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Next Generation. Man, that lady needs to lay off the caffeine. I know. She's she's way out there. And, uh, uh, welcome back that, to our that, guest, Echo Bodine. <laughs> well, let, let, me, let, me, let me correct you, Ann. That is not a she. That is a he. That's a he? What? That, that, is, Chris, that is Christian Day. He did <gasps> that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That is right. No idea. Well, <laughs> he did a heck of a job. I will tell you that. Yes. Wow. Wow. Anyway, uh, we'll let you finish your story, and I know you got to go, and I have a really a hot question oh. for you. So oh. <laughs> you, fin- you finish your story, and then we'll, we'll get to that. All right. Now let me think. Where did I end? Uh, okay. Um, eight eight uh, people are being selected for Harry Potter or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay. We went to classes. We ended up going every week for about a year, and... Uh, Oh, gosh, the first time that you guys, the first time we ever actually, my mom and I went on a ghost-busting job, which was just a joke, um, <laughs> one of her friends called and said that she was hearing noises, voices up in her attic, and would we please come and check it out? And uh, I mean, we, oh, my God, we didn't have a clue what we were doing. And um, um, so, you know, we went to this lady's house, and um, <laughs> what I thought ghosts looked like was Casper. So when I get up to the attic, I see four people, invisible people, standing over, or transparent people standing over in the corner, but I didn't realize that they were ghosts. I, again, I'm looking for the white sheet floating through the room. <laughs> I really thought that it was, it never occurred to me that a ghost was the soul of someone that had died. Wow. That's really? how little I knew about this whole thing. So... Anyway, we just we told them they had to leave. They went through the wall. We left, and they came back. And uh, uh, so we hung up our ghost-busting hat for a few years until we really knew what we were doing. <laughs> there you go, Ron. There's the end of the story. <laughs> wow. No, that's a, that's a cool story. But anyways, you have this new, new book out called True Ghost Stories by Echo Bodine. A little anyway, book. A little, I that. A it's a little book. book. It is a little book. It is a little book, yeah. It's a cute little book, it though. It is a cute little book. It's very cute. I like it. But, <laughs> you know, I, I have to go to Chapter 17 because that's that's a, really a hot topic. And a lot of people, even though they don't speak about it, they, they always have that same thought in, in their mind. And that's about peeping Tom ghosts. Do they really <laughs> exist? Do they exist and what can we do? Creepy, huh? Yeah, I know. Um <clears throat> Yeah, they do. And if people feel like they've got a uh, ghost 
in their bedroom or, um, you know, in the bathroom, somewhere watching them, um, they can just turn to wherever they feel that energy is coming from and just tell them. I mean, people can just tell their ghost, get out of here. You're not welcome here. I don't want you here. I want you to turn and go to the light. And if you don't want to go to the light, that's fine, but I don't want you in my house. And uh, and when people are firm, the ghosts really do leave. They they get the hint and they leave. But uh, the problem is most people are scared to death uh, when they think that they have a ghost. And so the, uh, the problem with that is that the ghost can feed on that fear energy and actually make the ghost bigger and more, ooh, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember Bertie telling us, okay, if, when you do come in contact with a ghost, don't act scared because they feed on that fear and that gives them more ability to do things, more power mm-hmm. to do things. And Because uh, you know what fear feels like. It feels good. It, it's, it's a hard energy. And uh, they, they'll just soak that right up. Um, and there's another thing that's kind of cool. Uh, there's a, a group on the other side called the Squadron, and they actually came and introduced themselves to me and told me that they, they are former ghosts and <laughs> that if I ever needed their help, they would come and help me in my work. And oh, so, so cool. you know, if a client emails me from you know, uh, Kentucky and says, I think I've got a ghost in my house, what am I going to do? Um, I tell them to call in the squadron and ask the squadron to come to their house and take care of the problem. And a lot of people have emailed me back and said, wow, that really worked. Wow. Okay, we we actually have a a caller, and uh, this is Russ from from Massachusetts or something or other. Russ, you there? Yeah. Hi, you have a question for us? Yeah, actually, I was kind of curious. You were talking before about um. Ghosts being related to like objects and stuff like that, and uh, there's a story that I've seen a documentary on, and I'm wondering how your guest feels whether this really happened or whether it could have happened. Um, there was a plane crash in southern Florida, and this was back in the 70s. And, I remember uh, that. That's actually my book rest. Yeah. Okay. The, the 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 question I'm asking, I guess, is they this was back. In the 1970s, they used parts from the plane crash that had survived mm-hmm. in other planes, mm-hmm. and the spirits of the pilots kept reappearing. And I'm just wondering, is that possible? Could that have really happened? Cause, yeah, I mean, it they really could have happened. I remember it. seeing that movie, and I was, uh, I was actually quite impressed with the movie. Um, uh, a spirit can attach itself to something physical, and um, usually they, there's something that they want accomplished in order for them to move on if they do something like that. And if I recall, I think that the pilots did want, I can't remember what they wanted, but there, it seemed like there was actually, something. Actually, Echo, that's in my book. I have a new book out, well, it came out last year, called uh, Ghost Today. And uh, first of all, I, I, do, I was... I vividly remember the accident, plane accident myself. I saw it on TV. And uh, the, the reason they believe that the, the, the uh, pilot, there was a pilot and also uh, I believe it was the navigator that, that showed up. And they were showed up on, pot, on planes that had pots from the original one that crashed. And basically it was uh, safety concerns. They, they were concerned about the particular plane. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's why they right. kept showing up. 
Yep, you're wow. right. I loved it. Remember Ernest Borgnine played that? I, I never saw the role? movie. I saw, never saw the movie. It's real oh, life yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. you're right. I think it was Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, it was a great show. Great movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it was uh, oh, Passenger 57 or no, something. Oh, I can't remember. It, it, was sounds a good right. it was a good one. Yeah, and yes, it, it does. It can happen. Mm-hmm. So the, the next question, I guess, is if you get one of these objects, what do you do? I mean, if... You know what you can do? You can uh, uh, you, you can get some sage or some Florida water or some Palo Santo, which is holy wood from Peru, and you can burn it, and then you get the smoke from it, and you can actually run it over whatever the part is and just ask the universe to clear that energy from the physical part and uh, from whatever that physical thing is. And uh, and also you can just talk to the ghost. If you feel that you've got something in your home that a ghost is attached to, uh, you can tell the ghost, you know what, you can move on. I'm going to take care of this piece of furniture or whatever it is, and you don't need to stay here and protect it. And sometimes that's all they need to hear is that, you know, you're not going to rearrange it or take it apart or um, make it, insignificant that for some reason there that's a very important piece to them and uh, and a lot of times once they know that that you're going to take good care of their home or the that physical object then they can they relax and they go to the other side right that was actually uh eastern airline flight 401 and the crash oh, flight to the, 401 to the that's right yeah. And to the Everglades. Um, there is another way, of course, there's another way of getting rid of uh, uh, objects that are possessed like that, and that, of course, is selling them on eBay. We all know how that works. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, how much do you get for them on eBay? Oh, are you kidding me? Do you remember? Don't you remember Grandpa's uh, cane sold for, uh, what, $25,000, I believe? <laughs> Oh my God! They couldn't sell a ghost on. They couldn't sell a ghost on eBay, so they sold his cane. Ah. And, uh, yep. Hey, you know, John Zaffis is always looking for that haunted stuff. So you know, there you go. There's another one. Take it off your hands. Wow. So anyway, anything else you want to add, Russ? Um, no, other than thank you, I appreciate the uh, the info and the advice. Good. Well, thank you, Russ, cool. and have a good night. Hi, Russ. You're Bye, too. Russ. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I work right. with Russ, by the way. Huh? I work with Russ. Oh, that's, your, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. And I thank him for calling in. That was uh, whatever. Yeah, that's very nice. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. And, and it's funny because my sister-in-law um, ended up with a quilt at, um, when her children were little, and her husband brought her home this quilt that was left in a truck he was repairing, and um, he ended up with a quilt, and there was something attached to this quilt. Ooh. And... From the time that they got this quilt, and I was not at that time into the whole paranormal thing and just had no clue. And um, from the time they brought the quilt into the home, all kinds of strange things started happening. And it just stayed with them right up until they finally sold the house and moved when um, the kids were God in their 20s. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't really know whatever happened to the quilt, and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of this, thinking I really have to talk to Terry yeah. and ask her what she did with the quilt. Honestly, I think she threw it away. Okay. But really? the paranormal activity in this home 
was just um, it was always there. Always well, there. Well, you should let you actually should let me know because I do collect haunted items. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I am sure that she does not still have this quilt. <laughs> okay. 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 That's pretty cool. Mm. I mean, and not cool, cool, just because. Ugh. They were terrified. They were yeah. terrified. Yeah. To so. think of it as ooh ish. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So. Yeah. So, anyways, Peckle, uh, yes, Ron? I think we answered that one, which would bring us to the next chapter, of course. And my favorite little book is The Ghost Who Likes Sex. <laughs> Do you know that's the first That's the first story I opened to? <laughs> Was it? Oh my God. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> I had to read that first. Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people, um, I've been doing some interviews this week, and uh, that's, people always want to talk about that because they're just fascinated by it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Um, <laughs> what can I tell you? Um, <laughs> there you go. It definitely happens. And, uh, okay. You know what? If if you don't want to talk about it, we'll just have them buy the book and have to look into it. That's right. There you go. You, you have to buy the book for the sex. So That's there. Right. There, there you go. You go. <laughs> but yeah. I, I will have to admit there is no pictures, so forget it. No, no. I can't pictures. Oh, my God. No centerfold. No centerfold. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what we could do? We could just have a blank page and then just say it's the centerfold. and they would. <laughs> but you, you know what's interesting, Echo, is, is you say that, but I would bet you if you put a blank page in there, people would see stuff in it. I know. No, you I know, know. I, I, right. Yes. I mean, people show me pictures and they'll say, can you see these two people in here? And I look at, I don't see what they're nah. Oh, so, thank God. I'm not alone and you're a psychic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that happens to me a lot. I, mm-hmm. I I think, okay, what's the matter with me? Why can't I see what these other people are seeing? But I just don't see this stuff. So, I mean, unless it's pretty obvious, then I see it. But I'm just not good at... Um, you know, looking at a tree and seeing faces in there. I have to really see a good face, like the ones in the pictures. There you go. Right. So So what do you have coming up, Echo? What do I have coming up? Um, Doing, I'm doing, I'm going to be out in Monterey, California in about a week. I'm going to do a workshop for the Edgar Cayce um, Association. Oh, cool. Very cool. Um, Let's see what else. Just got back from Boston. I'm working on another book right now about death, when we die. And it's it's really cool because the first chapter talks about what happens with the physical body when it's in the dying process. And then the rest of the book is about what the soul goes through uh, when they are in the dying process. And uh, um, it, it's going to be, my hope is that it really helps people get peaceful with death instead of be so afraid of it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I'm working on right now. The ghost that's great. Book, yeah. uh, I, the ghost, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, the ghost book is out, and so now I can, you know, talk about the other aspects of it. Uh, you know, the souls that um, do go on to the other side, and some of them, you know, they go over so peacefully and everything's fine, and then others, they have a tough time. They have a real tough time letting go of things. So it's, I think it's really important to just put people's mind at ease because there is so much, well, there's a lot of death going on right now. I mean, a lot. I There is. I know. It, and 
I mean, have you noticed how many people are getting sick really fast and just dying? It's like I, I can't tell you. It's funny you should say that because in like last uh, like three months, like like most of the summer, mm-hmm. so many people and mm-hmm. and animals. Mm-hmm. I I yes. know four or five people. It was not a good summer for dogs. Okay, oh. including oh. including me, and. Oh. I, I I just feel like I said just the other day because my husband's um, great aunt just passed away, and I'm like, you know, I really wish people would stop dying. I'm I'm um, it, this has been a long few yep, months. Yep, it has. Yep, I know it's just been shocking to me too. I I just don't ever recall ever going through a time where no. people are dying so fast, right? Sick and then dying so fast. And yes, my neighbor across cold. the street. You know what? Yeah. People don't want to linger. A lot of souls right now, they're just saying, you know what? I don't want to linger in my dying process. I'm out of here. And yeah. um, so uh, the thing that is hard, though, is for the families here because they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. They were fine last week and now they're dead. And, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been real jolting for a lot of people to go oh, through. Yeah. 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 I, my neighbor, unfortunately, God, God rest her soul, my neighbor Karen, she passed away. Um, about a month ago, um, okay. honestly, they found out she had cancer. It was a month start to finish, gone. Oh, wow. Taken from us. You yep. know, she's yep. 10 years older than me, and, and uh, it was, it, her family is still reeling. And mm-hmm. I've, I've never seen anybody go so fast. Oh, yeah. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So I'm glad that you do, that you do a book, you know, like this, because... I used to be very afraid of death, but okay. I think, you know, maybe it's just an aging thing, but, I mean, I'm not so afraid of it anymore. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, there's so many people facing death or just facing the idea of dying now. You know, all the baby boomers, all the baby boomers are thinking about it, and so mm-hmm. the, timing, the timing will be, well, as always, it'll be perfect, but um, it'll be a good time to get this book out, so. Anyways, Echo, I know it's time for you to leave because you have to go teach a class, actually. I do need to go teach a class. So <laughs> we'll definitely have you on the show again because you were a lot of fun. Yeah, that is if you want to come back, that is. Yeah, you guys are. You're so cool. Of course I want to come back. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the good news is ghosts are uh, year-round. It isn't just like Halloween. So it's that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> so you you have been listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with Ian and Ron, and our very special guest has been psychic and author Echo Bodine, Echo Bodine, and you can go visit her at echobodine.com, and she has a great little book out. It's called The Little Book of True Ghost Stories. Yay. So, Echo, thank you so thank much you for being with us. You're thank so welcome. You, you have a good night now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And I like her book. I'm enjoying her book. I'm glad. Did you get your new book in today? You know, it was in my mailbox, and I I came home from work. I took it out of the mailbox, and I kind of came down here. I haven't even had time to open it. There you go. Well, you'll just have to open it and find out. So, anyways, we have another caller on the line with us now, and she is my favorite West Coast witch, none other than the impeccable Marla Brooks. Wow, I'm impeccable. Ooh, hi, Marla. Hi. <laughs> I can't even spell that. Never mind. Ron's lucky Whatever. he can say it, so, you know. <laughs> you know I, I, 
I don't know if you noticed, but this is definitely the new Ron. I mean. Yeah. You're so uh chill. You're so chill. And, um, yeah, uh, I've actually today, I was requested to return to terrestrial radio. Really? Uh, Yes. Really? So I am contemplating that. Wow. So you, did, you did such a good job at Ghost Chronicles next last week that you may be doing it again. Hey, come on. <laughs> Don't be leaving me now. Now cut it out. Hey, I hey, wouldn't hey, really hey. toss you across the room. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's actually extraterrestrial radio. <laughs> yeah, could be very much so. But anyways, uh, we actually have something. I'm going to try to play it Mahler gave me this, and it's it's kind of neat, so I'm going to try to do it through my microphone, so hang on for this. No, we'll see, what, see what happens. <laughs> October 28, 2010, the bells toll. The participants gather, a circle is formed, and the seance begins. Infinite Spirit, Mother, Father, God, I am but dust in your presence. I ask my guide, Stephen, to draw close. Thank you. An angry channeled voice comes through the medium. Too many of you out there have false hopes and false dreams. Yet you do not go and do anything about them to change. It's because you're a victim. That was then. Who will come through this year? Be part of the circle and find out if you dare. When Reverend Tim Shaw and Marla Brooks conduct their live annual Halloween seance on October 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on the Parallax and New Sky Radio Networks. So what do you think? I'm Holy scared. God. Holy crap, you've deafened me. Yeah, I'm too. So I guess that came through then, huh? It surely did. Yes, Loud and clear. I'm hearing ringing in my ears even now. <laughs> anyway, so so tell us about this, Mala. This sounds so intriguing. Well, it is. We, Reverend Tim, Shaw, and I uh, last year decided for Halloween that we would try to do a live on-air seance. And everybody that wanted to, that was tuning in, could be part of the circle. And Tim is a, a trans medium, and um, he channeled in this guy that scared the living bejesus out of most of us that were listening to him. <laughs> but beyond that, um, because we ask everybody that wants to participate to get some spirit incense or, um, you know, incense of their choice, but spirit is good, and uh, a white candle to join in. And we, you know, went ahead and this guy went through and I was, you know, needing a pair of Depends by the time he got through because he wasn't a very friendly person that got channeled in. Oh. But the the interesting thing was that people that were listening in were having experiences in their homes as well. Some people got touched. Some people had candles blow out for no particular reason. Some people had wrapping on their walls. And... So now we're we're just kind of thinking, whoa, you know, because we didn't quite expect that, but it sure as heck happens. So this year we're going to do it all over again. Anybody that, that tunes in is going to be able to be part of the circle, but it's not mandatory. 
um, you know, people can just sit and listen, but um, our chat room was just going crazy with people. Some people had to actually leave the chat room and couldn't listen anymore. Wow. And, and this, this is tomorrow, right? This is tomorrow night, uh-huh, at 8 o'clock Eastern over at Para-X, which is... Para-X, that's just the station. Yep, www.parax.com, but also um, CBS New Sky Radio will be um, broadcasting it live as well. Cool. So yeah. I have actually two questions for you. Yeah. First of all, will you and Tim be in the same room together? No. No. Okay. Uh, and we weren't last year, but about the same time during the seance, um, a calendar flew off his wall and hit him in the back of the head. And mm. I had, a, and I had a candle on my desk that shot up. The flame shot up about nine inches, and this was pretty much simultaneously. Oh my God! Uh-huh. And, yeah. and the second second question I have for you, Mahler, is how come I didn't get an invitation? <gasps> you did. If you would have checked your Facebook, uh-huh. yes, you did. It's right there in events. Oh, no, 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 not events. Oh. Events, all my, be honest with you, uh, Ann and I have signed an event-free pledge. <laughs> we trash all events. events that come to my website get trashed automatically. He hates oh, and, and we have promised never to send out an event from next next generation. So... <laughs> Well, I never usually do either, but this is kind of an event. So, all right, let me, let me formally ask you, Ron, will you please come to the seance and be part of the circle? Yeah, but see, if I'm doing this, you know me, I can't sit in the background, dude. I do that. I uh, have to be. Uh, you're a drama queen. You know oh, I yeah. am. You but, know but I am. If you do it the right way, you may get some drama in your house while you're listening. Where, where, where? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He needs to be in the, you know, the front row. You front got it. Row. Yeah. Welcome in the chat room, and, and you can, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, now. I'm getting the boot. I can see. Okay, anyway. Oh, I wish so I could this, participate, but I have to film a school committee meeting because God knows how exciting that is. Or you might oh, need a, you might need a nexus oh there. So, so you're, really, you're really excited. This is tomorrow. This is going to be on Pararex. And, and, and what time, uh, Mala? It's 8 o'clock Eastern, and um, like I said, everybody that wants to participate can participate. Um, we don't know. Ooh, somebody's at the door. Pizza's um, here. <laughs> we don't know, um, you know, who um, will come through or how many will come through, but it promises to be, if it's anything like last year, it's going to be very, very interesting and probably a little bit scary, too. Love Sounds it. really cool. Love it. Yeah. I wish I could do it. Wow. Believe it or not, we've got to run out of time, so I'm going to have to take a body of Mala. Thanks for having me, and, and hope thanks, everybody thanks can for dropping in. in. And once again, tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Time? Yeah. 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Is it 8? Yes, it is. 8, eight o'clock. o'clock. On, on I think Eric. it's 8 o'clock. Eric. Yep. com. Thanks, Mala. And, and you know what? We'll have to find out how it went. Yes, you do. I'll be taking notes as we go. Yeah, and we will. We'll just have to have you back on. You can chit chat. Sounds good to me. Excellent. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Bye, my lovely. Bye, bye. Bye. Okay, that's. Oh, about I wish that. I could that's, do that. That show just like flew by, didn't it? Yes, I know. Anyways, uh, we we do want to mention uh, this Saturday, Ann and yes. I. One of the few times you'll actually see us together in the same room. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> 
We will be we will be at the Haunted Victorian in Gardner, Mass. You can get your tickets at inegostproject.com. That's the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Or you can go to the Circles of Wisdom website and uh, get them from there as well. Uh, Mike Marcos is going to be there and uh, the rest of the NEGP crew, and it's going to be a blast. It's going to be so much fun. You, if you haven't been to the Haunted Victorian, you need to get there. But it's, the place is amazing, 26 it rooms, 13, what, 13, 14-foot ceilings. It is, it's, it's like the monsters come to life. You have to see it. It looks and just like the Adams Family House, absolutely. It does. It's just, it's, it's amazing. I've never been, even me, and I'm thick as a brick, okay, I feel creeped out in this house, all right? Mm-hmm. Not psychic, but... I remember your husband was there. He freaked out totally, yes. right? Yes, my husband, he's, he's a little sensitive. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he did, he did not like a certain room. He didn't like the turret. He didn't like the... Uh, there was a room on the third floor. He did not like it at all. He had to leave. Where, 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 where? Where, where, where? I know, I told him that. I'm a big, tough guy that drives a bike. Oh! <laughs> I hope he's not listening to beat the crap out of me. Yeah, he will. <laughs> but he's not. So we won't talk. Thank God. <laughs> so anyway, Anne, it was another good show. Uh, Excellent. Thank you so much for being here with me. And, and uh, once again, go to the NEGhostProject.com website. Join us at the Victorian Mansion on Saturday. Saturday. It's be a blast. So good night and God bless all. Thanks, everybody. Good night. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, <laughs> 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 